Well, hi there. How you feeling? How's your mood? You know, it's the winter of our discontent again. We've got a blanket of snow outside. You're stuck inside. Your mental health has taken a hit as we go through yet another series of restrictions. And yes, there appears to be a glimmer of hope, as the deputy premier of the province said. Next week, we're expecting to have some restrictions removed, and that's all fantastic. But how are we doing? How are you doing? Well, let's check in on our mental health with Dr. Samantha Wells, a senior director at CAMH's Institute for Mental Health Policy Research. Dr. Wells, welcome to the program. Hi there, Alan. How are you? Well, you know, I think like a lot of us, I, uh, I, I just wonder, you know, will time ever have meaning again? Will, I ever, <laughs> will it ever actually make any difference anymore? It just seems like it's just we're on a hamster wheel. And I think that that, that might be behind some of the research that you have in terms of what our mental health levels are right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is uh, the last uh, wave um, just conducted in January, um, from January to uh, 7th to the 11th, certainly shows some increases that one, of course, might expect to see um, increases in anxiety, um, um, feelings of loneliness, feelings of depression. Um, Absolutely, we're seeing those numbers jump again. Not surprisingly, of course, in the context of uh, uh, this ongoing pandemic that never wants to end. <laughs> is, is it the restrictions that, that prompt that or is it something else? Well, <laughs> that is the, the big question, really, Alan. And, and we do, unfortunately, we don't know the answer to that. And so, you know, there could be seasonal factors as well. Of course, you know, it's January, just on the heels of um, the holidays, Um, We have other, um, you know, issues that go on when people come out of the, you know, winters, the the peak of winter coming along, um, shorter days. But um, on top of that, we have, of course, um, this unbelievable um, um, pandemic that just never wants to go away and, and its resurgence in, you know, of course, in December and through into January. And then, of course, the announcement, um, um, for example, in Ontario from our um, provincial government um, that came on January 5th. And this survey was launched um, the weekend after that on January 7th through to the 11th. Um, So um, it's probably it could be a combination of all of these things, you know, but we certainly did see a spike in um, anxiety. And so, in fact, the numbers mirror what we saw in the earliest days of the pandemic back in you know, when we started measuring uh, mental health of Canadians in May of 2020, the numbers are actually, you know, pretty close to where we were back then when we were all in shock at that time. So, yeah, lots to be worried about. Yeah, it, it, it feels similar, but yet subtly different. I mean, that, that sense in March of 2020 yeah. of this, the unknown and, and the right. unprecedented number of times we said the word unprecedented. It's That's different right. Now. It's different, it now. different. And now. It's more of a sense of, you know, mm-hmm. I, I began this program today by saying, well, you know, the, this sort of prevailing feeling, you, you hear it everywhere. I'm done with COVID. That doesn't mean COVID's done with us. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, I think that people may be feeling um, more pessimistic. You know, there was a, you know, when you think about November and how people were feeling, 
Um, and last summer, when things started opening up, you know, more optimism, light at the end of the tunnel, you know, we're through this now, or we're through one side of this. Um, boy, when Omicron came along, I think we were all knocked down again, especially, you know, the holiday season, um, and then schools and the, and the impact on families, you know, and we saw that with the data, you know, so for example, we compared um, uh, adults with children below the age of 18 versus those without, and we saw a significant difference, you know, where those with children are especially impacted, women especially impacted, people on the front lines especially impacted. And what I think is most worrying to me as a, as a researcher is, you know, how at the end of this, when we do eventually um, come out of this pandemic, what will be the fallout? Who will be most impacted? And, and do we have the supports we need for those individuals? Do we have the care? Do we have the services and the access that we need? And, you know, one other finding that came out of the data is that a significant, you know, 24% of our participants said that they needed mental health services, but they did, weren't, weren't able to receive them. Um, and we had, a, we had a mental health crisis before the pandemic. So um, we do need to um, invest in, in mental health uh, services. And we also need to invest in research. We need to understand what are the long-term effects of the pandemic on the mental health of Canadians, in particular youth, you know. Um, I worry very much about young, uh, you know, children um, who've been, um, you know, remote learning for for some time now, years, and uh, and uh, adult, young adults, you know, um, what does the future hold for them, and how has this pandemic impacted them? And we certainly need to invest in research to really understand all of those mechanisms. Dr. Wells, thank you so much for your time today. Be well. You're very welcome. Take care. That is Dr. Samantha Wells, who's Senior Director at CAMH, uh, Institute for Mental Health Policy Research, looking at the stats in terms of our stress levels, and then we're right kind of back to where we were in March 2020.